When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you even watch the sting? Come on, baby. Welcome once again, everybody, to Blockbuster Mentality, the podcast where actors, filmmakers, critics, and content creators get to dissect their favorite films. I'm your host, Ben. Before we get started, make sure you're subscribing to us on iTunes and rate and review us. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, Today we have on the actor Andy Buckley, perhaps best known for his role as David Wallace on The Office, Michael's boss's boss, CFO to Dunder Mifflin, but uh, he's also been in Jurassic World, Bridesmaids, The House. He's also on the new show Avenue 5, which stars Hugh Laurie and Josh Gad as well. Uh, We have a great conversation about The Sting. The Sting, the 1973 film with Robert Redford, Paul Newman, Robert Shaw. Great, great movie. We have a great talk on it. And, you know, we even uh, get into other stuff as well. So here is my conversation with Andy Buckley. What uh, what what goes on with Andy Buckley? Like what what's going on during COVID? Why why is it so hard to to narrow down a date for for Mister Mister Buckley? Nah, uh, you know, I haven't I haven't seen many movies. I had to like well, no <laughs> uh, no fuck. It's hard. It's freaking terrible. Like my kids aren't aren't made for online schooling and. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> I mean, it's the it's the Saturday Night Fever dinner table scene times a hundred. You know, constantly <laughs> in my house, everybody's screaming at each other. It's like, you know, the PlayStation is on too long, and yeah, it's good, but then it's on. It's like it's midnight. Turn that fucking thing off. <laughs> I don't know if I can swear. No, you're good. You're but good. I did. <laughs> you did. So um, it's too late. So. <laughs> so I guess I can. I guess I still am able to. Whether you yeah, edit it out fine. or not, I don't know. But I'm nah. still able to. Um, but no, that you know that, and then I, I go over to London in a month, which is uh, crazy. Um, it's great. It's you know, it's, it's it's great. You know, but it's like wow, I'm going to be gone for, and I'm going to be gone for most of like five months. <sighs> Yeah. And there's going to be no going back and forth. What are you going to London um, and for? And it's not—it's uh, not for a job or anything. It's just because yeah. I—it's just because I just can't stand being here. No. Yeah. It's—it's because you can. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. why. <laughs> it's a—it's this, this show Avenue Five, this HBO thing we're doing over there. Oh, so. okay. Is that? It's uh—it's the thing we're on the cruise ship in outer space. You know, in space. Oh, yeah. It's with Hugh Laurie's the main Hugh and Josh Gad and Josh Gad. Zach That's Cruz right. It's super, it's super funny. I mean, it's crazy, like nuts. Super funny, and the um, the fellow that created it is Armando Anucci, who's the guy that did Veep, and um, he's got the David Copperfield movie that I, I don't know if it's in theaters now or what. But you know, he's a, just one of the one of those one of them. They're genius types, right? Have you been over there since since COVID? 
No, no, I ain't got I haven't been anywhere since COVID. Um, yeah, it's uh, although yeah, no, yeah, I'm in anywhere. But yeah, so we'll we'll I'll go and uh, it's nuts that my wife starts working on something that will keep her. She's always busy. She's an acting coach. I don't know if you looked saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw teacher. that. Yeah, but yeah. she's much more interesting than me. Yeah. Um, I'm just a guy who got lucky getting a job, didn't get fired. That's why I scheduled this interview to try to, you know, see if, you know, get you can her. get me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know what's up, you know. So. I'm used to it. I'm used to it. <laughs> Are you, uh, but, so yeah, obviously you go to, you go to London. I definitely, yeah, I saw the the clip for Avenue 5. I definitely want to ch- check that out. Um, Avenue 5 or Fifth Avenue? I don't, Avenue 5, right? Yeah. Either one. They're both, yeah, they're both works. equally crazy and funny. <laughs> It works now. I um, you know it's it's Avenue Five. Yeah. Now you know what? Uh, the, here you go. So that's ironic. Right behind me, if you can see that, there's a body. There's a guy on a ledge right there. Uh huh. That is from the. That's me. What? And it's and it's from uh, the other guys. Have you ever saw that? Yes. And um, I was the guy on the ledge, and that yep. was uh, eleven years ago. Today, today, look at that. The you were on the ledge eleven years ago, or it was released yeah. eleven years ago? No, okay. No, it was. I was on the ledge eleven years ago. It was. Uh, wow, man, time flies. It's already been eleven years. That's insane. It was, it was yeah. absolutely <laughs> crazy. Ten, ten, and it's funny. It coincides technically. Ten years ago, um, this movie, Life as We Know It which Catherine Heigl and Josh Jamel, a really sweet, sweet movie. I, the, the, those two th- movies were like the, ver- the first two movies I was at. Not that I've been in many, but the first right. two movies I was ever in. And it was a crazy thing. I got hired like this within like the same week or, or two for both movies, the life as we know it one first and and it's what like I didn't know anything about like movies or those are studio movies like you know like it's a there's a whole process you get you know unless you're you know I guess some big name or whatever but in that in that case I you know I, I audition and you have to get approved by like the studio then somewhere right. else like there's a few levels of it anyway I got approved by Warner Brothers first to do Lives We Know It and then I knew they wanted to hire me and they were going to hire me on the other guys. Um, and, uh, you know, but it took an extra week or something like that to get approved. Anyway, long story. Here we go. I'm just beginning the story is um, <laughs> there was this day, October 8th, was a problem. So I had said, officially said yes to life as we know it. And then my two days of working on, on that were like September 15th and October 6th in Atlanta. And my first day on the other guys was October 8th. And like that, it's that scene and like they've permitted, you know, a year in advance because they got to shut down all of Wall Street where the bull is. It's on a Saturday, yeah. but still, you know, they shut it down, all that stuff. And um, and they weren't going to let me they weren't going to let me uh, do the other guys because I had uh, like contractually I was obligated to the right. other to the other movie. And it's funny, like at first I was like, well, let me try and work it out. And then. I was trying to work it out. And then I was like, well, I mean, I God, I want to do the other guys. Like, can't I just quit the other movie? Like <laughs> I would feel bad and all right. that and it'd be great. And I would, you know, but like, 
if I have to choose, I'd want to do the Will Ferrell Wahlberg movie. Right. Like yeah, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, <laughs> and then, uh, and then I learned that that was like, you know, it, you, it's like, it's not great to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You like, learned I'm just that. a stockbroker. I don't care. You know, they, I mean, there's a million guys that can play that part, which is basically any part I'm casting. Oh, but, stop um, that. Stop that. So I get so they're so the guy who the guy who and I every year I send an email to the two ADs or not the two ADs, but the two one one guy's an AD a guy named Michael Lerman, who does all the huge Bond movies and everything. Now he's he was the guy in life as we know it. And then uh, a guy named Josh Church, who now is. I don't know if he's like second in command at Judd Apatow's thing. He was at Mosaic, like the big management company. Okay. And they produced all of those movies. Also that guy, Jimmy Miller. Um, so the, and Pat Conroy, and it all comes sort of, you know, not full circle, but Pat Conroy was another, was like the main uh, nuts and bolts, you know, producer, producer on the other guys. They were so great. They allowed me to try and work it out. Yeah, and it was just a tremendous. Hey, they were fantastic, and then ultimately I got very lucky because like weather changed and blah blah blah. But I just started sending gift freaking baskets of muffins <laughs> and all kinds of shit, and I was able to get a copy of the Day Out of Days, which is the thing that you know you see. You know, okay, here's what every here's the scheduling, here's the shooting, and it's astounding how little wiggle room there is once they have something set there's like not a lot of wiggle room because you got josh jamel's schedule and then you got you know catherine's schedule right and then you got indoors outdoors and other people's schedules and blah 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 and and you know you, this permit this location is only permitted for such and such a- anyway uh, I, I i mean i drove my wife insane for six weeks trying to figure it out <laughs> and they allowed me to try and figure it out for six weeks which was really wild yeah and then it came down <laughs> to like the, the last not the last weekend in October, but it was like September. You know, I done my first day, so I guess there were like two or three weeks to go before they had to film the scene. And Allison Jones, who's my patron saint, put me in so many things. She she lets me know like Buckley, you know, you got that if you don't have it written like signed by the head of the studio of the other guy, Sony, saying you know he's gonna be released, you know, blah blah blah, and that would you know, something that would never happen, you know, right? Never, yeah. Never gonna happen. <laughs> they have to get somebody else on Monday. And then um, I fly down to Atlanta, do my first scene. This is like Thursday. I come home Friday or Saturday, Sunday morning, the phone rings and it's the guy, Michael Lerman. And I mean, this has been six weeks and I'm so depressed. I'm yeah. so, I'm like, I'm so depressed. And he says, Buckley Lerman, it's your lucky day. I said, yeah. And he said, tomorrow it's going to pour. We're going to a cover set. We're doing your scene, you can do the other movie, and I. Oh, oh man! I mean, I, I still get like you know all choked up thinking about it. It's. Uh, I mean, man, it, that's yeah, I, that's yeah. It's like burst into tears. I was so happy. I'm sure. How yeah? How crazy it is for it to work out that way. Just oh, <laughs> man, the that's, luckiest, the yeah. luck of the Irish. That's awesome, and it all comes. That story, folks, came from that that picture behind Andy there. <laughs> yeah, isn't that and, funny? Uh, it's <laughs> that's an awesome picture too. That's uh, it's and that yeah, was great. That was like just some guy who's a photographer in New York who just happened to be walking by and like saw us doing the scene and took a bunch of shots. And he's like, I don't know, I, I don't know if he's a whatever it was. He was like for the New Yorker, and so then like a month later, there were or a week later, I don't know. Uh, there was like a four-page spread 
uh, in the New Yorker, all these photos, which was cool. Now, I, I mean, I would be remiss if I didn't ask anything about it, but uh, I, I have to ask. My Silk Stockings episode, you can you can ask. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's the one. You know, Everybody was, wants to know about that one. Yeah, that was, you know, the Incredible. peak peak of of tv um <laughs> uh, so do you get sick of people mentioning the office ever i wouldn't be getting to do anything if yeah if it wasn't for that so that's never. what i figured yeah i mean it's yeah it's kind of what yeah made you recognizable it's people uh me and my wife still mostly fall asleep to that show every every night not because it's boring but just because it's comforting um but yeah, uh no no it's, yeah. i mean it's insane i'm, I'm reaching yeah. to get uh you know i uh if i were sick of it would i would i have the david wallace oh business man business? look at that you look know. at that that's beautiful Bam. and you you had the uh for people listening yeah you, you had the dunder mifflin mug even so yeah you're 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 representing all over so but yeah i just wanted to you know it just wanted to ask that but yeah i mean it's no it's i mean my god it's like you know and it's crazy i, I reference all the other guys she's my as i said my patron saint she's the one who um you know put me in the office and 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 10 other things that you know, it's, uh, I, I do also want to ask one question about the office. Did did you know it was going to be your last scene with Steve Carell uh, when when you shot it? Because it wasn't your last scene with him in the hot tub when he came over for for suck it. Oh, that boy, that you know, that's so funny. I I don't even think of that. But yeah, I guess that was the last scene, and I guess I don't know what we how we what what the chronology of the day was. Yeah. Um, if it was him, him in the car backing out, if we actually filmed that scene last, which I think we did. Um, but yeah, that's funny. Yeah, because yeah, then I was gone because I, I used to see him separate of, of that. Like we were, our kids were at the same little elementary school. Oh, um, okay. And it's where all the Hollywood players go, baby. No, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was this great, it's this great little, you know, elementary school. And, um, and it's funny, like, he and his wife, Nancy, my wife's also Nancy, were helpful. Like they helped, you know, they were like our, one of our recommendations. <laughs> yeah, was like, nice. And they were very helpful in, in getting us in the craziness of uh, yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, but so I would see him like, a, you know, but yeah, that's funny. I didn't even, I didn't even, uh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't know what what made me th- think of that. I was I was thinking like, yeah, David Wallace, yeah, because they were with Saber and stuff. So like, I don't think he was around like in the last season. So for with that Steve Carell was on, but anyways, just it was. But no, head, that's fine. I, I didn't even think of that. But um, but yeah, I guess that I guess that I yeah. guess that was. Yeah, it was, and you, and you didn't even you didn't even know it. It was certainly a fun day. I mean, my God, what a blast of a day that! And we like that all that stuff we just shot in one day, and it was a. Uh, well, it was so fun to because you you know you're used to seeing David Wallace composed and and you know has his wits about him, and then now he's just unemployed and just you know I think I might go outside. I think I might yeah. go outside, you know, and <laughs> talking about suck it and yeah, it's just it's brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's great to see that side of of David Wallace, and yeah, you that you did so it brilliantly. Bad. So Gosh, kudos was- to you, my man. That was um, crazy fun. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. But uh but yeah, obviously we're here to talk 1973's The Sting, directed by George Roy Hill, starring you may have heard of them, Robert Redford and Paul Newman. Now, Andy, uh ask every guest this when they pick a film. Obviously, we're gonna get into it, but why why did you pick this film? Um I thought you I thought you picked it. 
No, I think that <laughs> I'd love it. Um, it's, I mean, I think it's maybe a perfect movie, you know. And uh, like uh, in the in the thing I sent, I was like, ah, maybe we'll do some Warren Beatty movies from you know the the seventies and eighties, and and um, and I'm sure you know like the guy. There's, there's so many people know so much about The Godfather and all that, but I bet like I bet people who are of hypothetically, you know, of, of whatever younger generation there is, like I bet they haven't seen it. I bet they haven't. They don't know it. They don't know right. how. I mean, it's like Brad Pitt is spectacular. I mean, he's beautiful and all that. And so because of that, you don't really realize how incredible an actor he is, how fantastic. Both Newman and Redford, both of those guys, they're so freaking beautiful. Right. That you don't that you don't really I mean, they're just spectacular actors. And yeah. And, and that I mean my God, that movie and oh my God, Robert Shaw. Like he, there's oh. he had Robert Shaw had like a five or six year period where he was just like the king. He was so fantastic that and and um God, what's the thing? Black Sunday and and obviously Jaws. I mean, you know. Oh well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of the Bond villains early on, and I um, got, I got, I gotta admit, I, I think this was my, f- I think, I've only seen Jaws and The Sting from Robert Shaw. This the, watching this again made me now makes me want to you know visit all his other films because yeah, he's absolutely incredible in this. I mean, obviously he's incredible in Jaws, but uh, but yeah, in this, yeah, he's just. He's such a presence, you know. Um, it's so crazy. Like, and how about this? These—that's the thing. Everybody in those days looked so, uh, like they just looked so much more mature. Like he died. He died when he was fifty-one, and I think he died in like nineteen eighty or nineteen eighty-one. So in in the Sting, he's like forty-two, right. and he looks like he's <laughs> sixty, you know, yeah, or whatever. Which, you know, right, I mean. Yeah. He's, these guys, like I don't know if it's that they're they, you know, are like like the like the drink, or <laughs> if it's just how they're built and made in those days, and they just you know look older and more mature. I yeah, I was reading up on that. Yeah, I think he he died yeah from a heart attack, and he was an alcoholic and everything, and he died from a heart attack heart attack while driving and had to pull over and like got out of the car and like collapsed and died right there in front of his family. Like it was pretty pretty messed up, but uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy how old they look, especially yeah two years later in Jaws. Like he seems like yeah this old man. Yeah. He um supposedly he get, yeah he gets out of the car and then i guess he thought to to stop his heart he, like he just started sprinting and he thought somehow that and then that you know and then that didn't help i oh, guess oh wow but, you know, yeah or maybe it helped but it didn't help enough yeah exactly um, yeah <laughs> i don't know if i would think to do that while while going through that let me take a run but yeah i mean yeah when you're trying to save your own life i guess that's uh, that's what you're gonna do yeah, who knows? <laughs> uh, but, but it's funny you mentioned uh brad pitt i've been i've been saying that a few episodes now uh, he we did like a thelma and louise episode uh you know one of his first movies and uh yeah, yeah i think i think him being like you know quote unquote a heartthrob kind of hindered people's view of him like and not really truly understanding that he is actually a phenomenal, a phenomenal actor. Yeah, um, I mean, he's, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, Paul Newman, <laughs> Paul Newman, man, I, every time that, that smile, been- man, that smile and those blue eyes, I'm just like, Oh man. Those- <laughs> oh, stunning. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 um, yeah. And I mean, yeah, Newman got like, you know, the verdict, cool hand Luke and freaking, you know, 
fast Eddie. And, and then, and then the, and then as he gets older, you know, like the thing with the, Oh, what was it called? Such a beautiful movie. Um, it was him and, and Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. And it's the small town and there's Sully. He's the sheriff. God, what is it? What is it called? Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, well, might as well look it up because I can uh, I can edit. Can do that. <laughs> but like you know that, and I, I, I mean just you know let alone, and it's really wild because if you read a little about James Dean, like you know the two of them, James Dean and Paul Newman were were both like they were they, you know they were right there neck and neck, and then and then Dean goes down as they yeah. say, or, you know whatever. And uh, that's the thing. He, I, I was gonna maybe pick one of his. Uh, too, because like he only made three movies, and you know people have seen the red coat and the and the like the image of him, the jeans and everything, and he's like the cool guy from Rebel Without a Cause. But like he's freaking fantastic in that and East of Eden. And East yeah. of Eden's the movie that like made me become an actor. Really? I'm um, sorry, okay. folks. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had uh, yeah, I had seen um, not that I'd seen. I, I was it was raining one you know afternoon. I was in ninth, somewhere between ninth and tenth grade, I guess. And um, so I would have been 19. No, because um, I'm an idiot. No, and uh, and you know, I just, uh, this thing comes on, and I'm watching it, and it used to be, and it's like the most incredible movie I'd ever seen. And like, oh my god! And I call my dad at his office, and I'm like, have you ever heard of this guy James Dean? I just saw this movie. This was incredible. Yeah, and he and he, he's like laughs. James Dean. Um, but it, you know that, yeah. And then Giant, my God, he's 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 amazing, Giant. And then I think he had died before all three of those movies had come out. Like he had made all three of them, and I don't even think one of them had come out yet. He had just people. If, if people would have seen him, right, they would have only seen him in those Playhouse ninety things. Yeah, um, that were you know. Well, it's so sp- funny. I'm sure people listening are like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" Playhouse. <laughs> no, it's Dean? great. You Who's know, here James he- Dean. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, man, it's great. Actually, I, that is one I do need to. That's one of uh, my blind spots is James Dean movies, and also, like you said earlier, Warren Beatty movies. I uh, haven't uh, haven't haven't delved deep into into those movies much. So I, I His, definitely. It's need funny. To- he he makes such great movies, and. Uh, I, I, it, I, I've actually gotten, I don't know him all that well. My wife knows him pretty well. My wife used to work for him and knows, uh, knows him pretty well. And, and it's, I always love, I, so I've gotten to, you know, meet him half a dozen times and everything or more, I guess. And he's the, this is Warren. He, uh, he, he's like the world's greatest guy. It's unbelievable. Really? I, I like, I, I can see how any like woman on the planet would just, you know, melt for, oh, him. I'm sure. And, you know, like, yeah. fr- you know, frankly, like, you know, you kind of melt if you're a guy, like he's just, you know, in a way that like this right. guy is so engaging. And, um, and it's funny. He's a, he's just interested in, and he, and he's just a world-class great guy and, you know, smart, still smart as hell. And yeah, you know, in, in tremendous shape and he's a health nut and all that, you know, but, but anyway, his, his, Hit like some of his movies are just. I mean, Hamilton Waits freaking fantastic, you know, and Shampoo, and obviously Bonnie and Clyde, and then like Reds, and I mean, he's. But I digress. No, yeah, it would be great to see him again in something. I don't think he. I think he's you know retired, or I believe. Yeah. So. But yeah. Yeah, like his last movie, that thing. Um. Oh. Um. Um. What is it? Was his war? It was his uh, Howard Hughes movie. Uh, Lily Collins and that Alden and Enric. The guy that's Han Solo, the young Han Solo. 
It's so oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it yeah. It's funny. It's 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 like you watch it and it's like, man, this is a freaking movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's whether you like it or not. I I happen to love it, you know, but you can't not you can't it was like when Francis Coppola makes a movie. It's a freaking movie, you know, like this is a movie. Yeah. Like the great movie makers, Steven Spielberg, you know. Um, definitely it's not yeah. like something that you could watch on tv because but you know or it looks like the philip seymour hoffman paul newman thing was uh it was a mini series empire falls you are you are mistaken sir that that could be that could be no like that maybe that was be, something else maybe they did like, I was gonna say that was probably something else okay. now, this one was this movie and it was robert god one of the great writers um, it's funny you betcha uh, you know how how few movies no, oh change. there you go nobody's fool oh is that yeah, I saw that on here but I didn't see Philip Seymour Hoffman anywhere but I guess oh now I see him okay never mind yeah he wasn't like one of the he was it was a big ensemble um, and it was it yeah. was I mean it's funny 90, 94 it's not it's it's definitely early in, in his career like he wasn't quite starring in movies yet it's funny you mentioned few the few movies james dean did you know you hear robert redford and paul newman you know you hear that as a movie fan all the time but i, I didn't I, did, I never realized until researching for the show like this this was their second and they've only done two movies together like yeah, yeah. for some reason i thought like they had like a whole list Here of movies yeah. yeah but yeah it's it was just these two i mean obviously same director uh which uh he also did the director also did Slapshot, um which i saw you tweeted you watched the other night and uh your your kid wasn't too that, thrilled. No, it's funny <laughs> I, I didn't watch that the other night i just thought that was a funny thing that was because my son's actually 90s but it's funny i thought that would be a i think i i think i tweeted that same type of thing about a year ago i it's like you know I, sh- I you know watched the deer hunter the other night with my eight year old and he just didn't get it. I, it's really disappointing. <laughs> you know, I just like pick okay, a movie that that, I, that makes more sense because I was yeah. thinking, oh, interesting. You you watched it a, with your seven year old? Okay, <laughs> okay, that makes okay. Yes, if you if you so, did if I saw the deer hunter tweet, I'd be like, oh yeah, he's just saying that. This is part of the th- this yeah. is the this is the series. <laughs> it, it's gonna be Clockwork uh, Orange next. Yeah, my oh. six-year-old did not oh, get Clockwork Orange. He Ooh. thought it was a comedy. <laughs> You're gonna get some hate tweets after that. Like, how could you? How could you subject your child to this? <laughs> I've got so I've gotten a couple on this one. Like, like a, most people know. Like, they like. All right, there's something. Yeah, that's the here. But then a couple people are kind of serious about it. <laughs> they said, "You know what, my kids, you know," and they, it's it's very funny to see how people react. But. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um but uh but yeah, the sting. The sting. That's Here what we're we talking about. Uh so yeah, you got you got uh the con man, uh Robert Redford, Johnny Hooker, you know, Conan uh you know, faking a robbery at the beginning there. Great scene with uh with him and which I didn't learn until like 2 seconds before the show that Luther do you know who Luther is, the actor? Uh, it's okay if you don't. I don't. Not because I didn't. Of my head. He is the father of James Earl Jones. Robert Earl Jones is his name. Uh, yeah, James Earl Jones' father. I was. Yeah, I was like, oh, that is. Well, I'm glad I know that. That is I just amazing. blew your mind. I just blew your mind. I know. 
No, so. it's funny because I was like, all right, I gotta like, I should read up on, and then I was like, ah, he, he's, you're gonna read up on it. I'm gonna learn stuff. I don't need to read up. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm here for your quotes. I know you're gonna yeah. be, you know, this is gonna be. You have a lot of quotes from this movie, so I'm, I'm relying I'm on you in that, that stuff regard. Right now, Robert Earl Jones. Um, <laughs> but uh but yeah yeah that's that's him but yeah they do a little little uh you know uh they call it a pigeon drop i guess um on this uh this this guy that they don't know is a mobster and you know they they somehow swindle ten thousand or eleven thousand dollars from him and oh wrong guy to steal from wrong, wrong guy, guy to steal from old robert Chidoyle lonigan you're gonna remember that name mr <laughs> You're going to find yourself another game. God. I mean, it's just oh. anybody listening, if you have not seen it, you, like, yeah, it's just spectacular. I can't, yeah. It's funny. As I was thinking about this, day, I was like, oh, God, if I could get my 15-year-old to watch this one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's. I, I actually, <laughs> I mean, it's PG. So, like, my 10-year-old was sitting for a little bit while we were watching it. Um, he was intrigued a little bit, you know, he was, uh, but and then he, he eventually walked out, but yeah, it's he, probably he, slightly <laughs> over, you know, it's like yeah. 13, yeah, 12, 13, you know, well, we, we had to pause 15. the movie. We had to pause the movie to explain to him how it was a scam at the beginning and like, uh, it just wasn't registering. And then, you, and then, you know, we were like, all right, well just keep watching. Maybe you'll get it. And then he just walked away. So that, <laughs> that's, that's, how, <laughs> that's the voice of, uh, uh, the judge in cars. Yes, exactly. Yes. Actually, I, I didn't, I failed to mention that to him. I should have, I should have mentioned that. And then he would have been intrigued, but <laughs> listen, just listen closely. Yeah. Listen closely. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is obviously set in 1936. You know, you, they get this, this huge uh, amount of money. I, I looked up the inflation for uh, $11,000. How much do you think that was? In today's so from money, thirty six to nineteen seventy three or seventy two or whenever it came out seventy three, um, or and then of course now um, I, is eleven thousand dollars like four hundred grand or something crazy. It is uh, today. It's two hundred two hundred and five. Uh, in seventy three, it was probably it, eighty grand. In 1973, uh, 35 grand. So not, no. not, yeah, but you're, we'll, we'll give you that. You, I was won. not a very good CFO. <laughs> like I, I basically bankrupted the companies. You know, it, it happens, you know, it's, uh, you, you had a good life, you know, you had a good life while it, while it lasted, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I had no idea until I did the calculator, but, uh, but yeah, so he, you know, they get the money and everything. He takes his girl out and he bets $3,000, uh, He's on he blows it all. Yep. Blows it all. $3,000 in 1936 today. Well, if I had we go 11 to three, which is probably 65 grand. Close. Flip them. Uh, 56 grand. 56. Yep. So there you go. See that you're getting closer. You're getting to be a better CFO. Um, and he blows it. But then you you kind of get the sense of the 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 mob being around during this time. The guy says, "No, let let him bet." And then the roulette player pushes a little button, little button underneath to to make he sure he does great, not that great look that he knows what happened. He looks up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Into the movie, and, and you know, I don't I don't want to give away the ending, but when when he uh, you know says ah. Uh, Everybody's divvying up their cuts, and he says, "Ah, 
I'd probably just blow it. And he just, oh, yes. I no, and yeah, we don't have to go chronological order or anything. Yeah, if you just want to do it, but yeah, I mean that's that's kind of you learn right away in the movie that he like he could have just bet a thousand, bet you know five hundred, but he bets the whole thing. And like yeah, like you said at the end, he just says, eh, "I'll just blow it," and he knows that you know. But it's about at the end, it's about him getting back at the guy who essentially, you know, killed his friend and, you know, caused caused all this to happen. But uh I love when he when he meets uh Paul Newman, you know, that's uh great when he, he goes in there at the carousel. Yes, I love that setting. Like he walks in, it's this like old dinky carousel, you know, inside of a building and he goes in, there's an empty bed, but he finds, you know, Paul Newman passed out there on the floor and you know it's uh <laughs> he's he's not doing too good he's not doing too good but it's uh great uh i just love the circumstances in, in which they meet you know it, it's just it's funny there's just so many spectacular scenes there's so many spectacular scenes as you go and they start to do it and then as they're going to do like the initial con on the train and then that great line we got spending money you know and right, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then they start recruit, and then just like when when they have to the thing when Lonigan wants to meet the guy, and so they have to like you know think on the fly and come up with all right, we're, all right, we got to come up with an office, and right. uh, and the guy is so great, Harold Gould, what a magnificent actor. Yes, and I was try- I've been trying to think what he's he he's been in. Uh, it's funny he's he's been in countless movies. Um, and TV shows. He's sadly he passed away. It's so crazy. Like at this point, he might have passed away ten years ago. Um, but he was in. Right now, I can't think of anything. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> but he was one of those great. You know, Charles, like Charles Durning, who's in, who's also in it. You know, who plays the the uh, the cop. He, um, you know, who's who's after um, uh, Redford, like from the get go. Yeah, he's in uh, there, Dog like, Day Afternoon. Dog Day Afternoon. He's uh, he's a cop in that as well. And he and he, you know, like he's just been in a million things. Um, yeah. Or like Wolford Brimley, who you know passed away last year, I think. You know, like these guys, they're just like the great. Or Jack Warden was a much bigger version of those guys. He was in a ton of more. He's in like all the Warren Beatty movies and and, and so many other things. But he uh, like these fantastic character actors from that time that were in so many things, and they just they do they add a tremendous amount of character. To, right, you know, whatever the heck movie it is, or TV show, or miniseries, you know, whatever. And it's just, and they're all these great Broadway actors. Yeah, know? definitely. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, he's so many, so many people in this. And yeah, I mean, I, again, I can't, I can't speak enough about you know Robert Shaw. You know, Robert Shaw. He's just again such a presence. Like that, that whole poker scene. Like that's got to be one of the best scenes in uh, in cinema history. You know, just. Uh, it, yeah, you kind of feel tension, but I mainly I I see it as more just entertainment and like comedy. You know the way Paul Newman's acting, and you know the the way he you know comes in and he's like, oh sorry, I was taking a crap. Yeah. Um, it's so good. <laughs> he's just he's just so offensive to the guy, right? And, and, and then uh, and it's just you know what they can do in movies, like how who cheats, you know, whatever, and somebody out cheats somebody else and who knows what, you know, it's, it's just, so, and then all the surprises that come up during it. And, and then, and then the big surprise with uh, the person who's hired to, you know, to kill someone, like how great was that when you, cause you don't know. And then suddenly, Holy shit. 
when you know the person that's yeah i mean it's just that's yeah. great we're yeah, not, it, we're not giving anything away, folks. Oh, or, but you know, we are. Oh, we are, Mister right. well, Buckley. Then. We are. So if you if you've come this far, we're giving stuff away. So yes, that reveal, that reveal of uh, yeah, what Salino, I believe it was. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, that was uh, what a reveal. <laughs> that and then was, how great is that? Like, there's the, there's that great line it says, "I'm just like you, it's two a.m. and I don't know nobody." Yeah, you know, like it's outside of the whole movie of it. You know, it gives you such a tremendous insight into that guy, that character. You know, like who that guy is, um, separate of the movie and all that stuff. Right. Um, good night, Mrs. Lorenzo, or whatever she says to that. <laughs> good night, Mrs. You know, the neighbor across yeah. the hall. Right. Which, which you then realize, oh, that's and they say it. You know, so two minutes. Somebody might have seen him. You know why didn't he do it? Why didn't she do it last night? Well, and then you know back to the uh, the, the the poker scene. I don't know if if Paul Newman was actually doing this, but you know at first you just think it's it's you know just a, a cutaway to another hand like doing the card trick right. where it keeps pulling up the ace. But then the camera pans up to it pans up to him. Like I don't know if there's a quick edit there or if Paul Newman was really doing that. I would definitely be interested, uh, you know, to know that. I should have should have looked that up. But uh, but yeah, that's that was brilliant like i thought you know because it would have been obvious you know that it was it was someone else if they didn't do that pan up and i i mean he's the type of guy i i bet he just worked his tail off to learn that stuff you know and yeah who knows, maybe he's one of those amateur magicians like, but i bet i bet newman probably like i remember there was a time i was around um uh, another you know incredible actor james Kahn, and he was talking about um there was like a period of a few years where I, I, we were we were buddies. This is like 30, 30 years ago. It was crazy. It's a whole other whole other story. And he's yeah, of a fight, street fight, anywhere, whatever, on a beach. You know, I don't know, at yeah. a basketball court. Like if you're in an altercation, any other person that you would want on your team on your side than him. I mean, he's he's. Oh, like I'm sure. Tough. And he and he's probably still. You know, he's obviously so much older now. I haven't seen him in a long time, but. Uh, holy crap, was he a tough son of a bitch and just a great guy and funny as hell. And just basically just like, you know, Sonny Corleone. Um, however, exceptionally like an exceptional, you know, piano player could play anything on the piano, like rag, like, you know, the Joplin thing, ragtime stuff to classical stuff to rock and roll, like anything. Yeah. He was amazing. And it's, I think it's guys of that generation who like, you know, yeah, shit. uh, Okay. I got to do card tricks. I got to, I got to learn them. Right, and like in to his in his example, he it was a guy. It was this movie he did with Sally Field. Oh, I forget what it was called, but um, he he said you know you know he he studied tap dancing for like two months and and they were he was great you know and it got got cut out basically. He's like I fucking cut it out. It's just, yeah, I had like a little two minute tap dancing thing. Like I, I worked my nuts off and they cut it out of the movie because <laughs> you know it didn't fit or whatever it happened right. all the time, but. <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, I, I bet I bet Newman got to the point where he could do that believably, believably on film at least. Oh, definitely, and I love the I love the little wink he gives. You know, the the charming you know Paul Newman wink after he does it. You know, it's and just the whole feel of it, like when the other guy Joe, the guy who uh, who came in when he was joining the crew, who was part of the thing with with Redford and and um, yeah, here at the beginning. Um, God, what's that guy's name? Jack Kehoe. Jack Kehoe is the actor's name, but um, he—I think that's his name. I don't know if you're looking at it now. I might be wrong. Yeah, Jack. But, uh, Jack Kehoe uh, played Erie. 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 I was gonna say yeah. yeah. 
and just like the feel of like you know when they're signing people up and it's like oh, did you get that did you get that shiner in jenkins bar last night like i can't remember the scene he's like yeah, yeah. and he you know he just wanted to help out do whatever he can you ever been on a big con nah i just want to do something to help you know luke there was you know and, yeah. uh, and you just like get that whole feel that like great feel of these guys who are like the trying to stick it to the bastard that killed their friend right yeah I and mean, it's it, they're trying to stick it to him and it's interesting because you know robert redford says when he first meets paul newman how you know uh Paul Newman's like really like asking like why do you want to go after him why you got to go after him and then finally Redford's like I don't know enough about killing to kill him so it's like you know he he doesn't want to get revenge that way which I think is makes the movie even more intriguing makes the characters more intriguing Um, you know they're 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 gonna get him where it really hurts if you just kill him you know he's you know he's, he's gone, dead and yeah. then yeah he's not gonna this this prideful man who you know is is mad that a guy's showing up uh to a poker game drunk without a tie and you know all the all this you know that you're not gonna get to him by killing him you you, you yeah. really got to get him where it hurts and that's that'd that's be real nice like. of you there mr lolligan <laughs> well, <laughs> just, he, oh, I just love how he kept mispronouncing his name it's just yeah filled filled me with such joy every time that happens <laughs> and even when he comes into the the wire or whatever it was the the little uh thing they set up with the the horse races you know he's, he comes in he says oh hey mr hannigan <laughs> like he's, <Yeah>. just, <laughs> he's just busted his balls <laughs> over and over it's this so great no i i was just thinking like because i read we rewatched it again tonight, you know, because I watched it like last week. I was like, yeah, I'll just flip it on again just to refresh my memory a little. And I was thinking, like, why, why, why is Lonigan doing this? You know, why, why doesn't he send one of his one of his henchmen or something? But I then I came to the realization. I think it's because he's so prideful and he's so, you know, I'm going to be the one to get back at this guy. Um, right. Yeah. So I think it just speaks to to his. We're gonna Character. bust that bastard bookie in one yeah. play, and I, I'm gonna use this a lot now. I, 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 I he, he said this multiple times in the movie, but you follow, you follow, yeah, you follow. <laughs> it's so. <laughs> you must have said it like five, six times in the movie, but it's it works so well. <laughs> he, uh, you know how he has the limp. I guess that's that was real. He completely like screwed up his hip or his knee or something like a week before filming. Um, oh, really? Yeah, like I don't know if it was, if it was like just, you know, uh, frankly, if he was like drunk and he fell, or yeah. if he was playing tennis. <laughs> like who knows? Right. But you know, like who knows what it was? And I don't know sure. what the story was, but who knows what the real thing was? But uh, but apparently, like he actually was walking around with a limp for you know many months. So interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. It was. Uh, I, I thought it was an interesting choice for the character, but if it, it being real, that that makes it even even cooler. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so the FBI thing. So there's so many like um, misdirections and like yeah. uh, uh, everything in this movie. So you got you know the Salino character, you got, and then the FBI. You know, you don't know what's going on with that. You like really think like Robert Redford is you know yeah uh, oh don't give it away but yeah no it's it's no it's great it's great like that's that's like that's one of the things that's so and they and and they make that part so believable with you know what is going to happen if this if like you know to someone's you know widow if 
you know, you don't do this, you know, we're going to, Robert Earl Jones' wife is going up to, you know, up, you know, she, you see, yeah, she was pretty, she was quite a grifter in her day or whatever the FBI guy says. Right. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Um, I I think this, I had to look up what, uh, I mean, I, you know, assumed what grifter was by just their their use of it but i had to had to look it up for sure to see what that it's it's just interesting that they they use that word there's so many terminologies here that are uh, uh, actually speaking of warren Beatty, there's uh, a pretty cool movie and it was really like the first big movie annette bending that i saw her in, and i think that a lot of people saw her in, called the grifters um okay was probably, it was it was it in the late 80s i bet probably about right you know and she was very young uh you know not a not a kid young but you know i'm sure in her in her 20s if not like maybe her pushing 30 um she had gone to ace and Benning had gone to act the theater school in san francisco which is where denzel washington went also and you know many people i'm sure and it's funny like i don't know how she became like what it was that like but that's the that, that anyway that thing the grifters and it's you know it's about like you know I think John Cusack's in it too, and I mean, she's who I remember, you know. And yeah, it's about you know con con people like going off a con and blah blah blah. And it's uh, anyway, so that's the the word grifter. Yeah, different uh, sayings they use. uh, Forget Robert Redford says something about someone being a Jake or something, or or him being a Jake. I was like, what 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 the hell does that mean? (laughs) Like, I I assume it was a '30s phrase, not a not a '70s phrase. But uh, yeah, that's that stuck out to me. Um, But uh, I think that's a good like if everything's everything's Jake is a good means it's good I, I i'm it's funny i'm pretty sure that's what that means but i i don't remember it's it's really funny i, li- I like i didn't get the chance to watch the movie so i'm literally yeah. going based on you know i probably haven't yeah, seen just, it in 10 years although I'd, i would love to see it again it's just so many great movies and there's so many great movies i haven't seen too it's that's the other thing. movies i mean the great freaking great movies are just ah you learn so much you learn so much about yourself and about life and yeah, and that and that's that's why I like doing this podcast too. Just like kind of talking about the movie and just like, you know, you you kind of discover new things, you know, through the person you're talking with, or just you come come up with these ideas just by talking through it. And you, yeah, you do learn from it, and it's almost like therapy in that way, you know. And you, this, you, it's funny. This one is just such a fun, entertaining yeah. blast of a movie. Like it's right. Not, it's not the Godfather, like intense, like shit that appeals to your macho stuff and 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 among other things you know and looks right. magnificent and, and it's and it's just it's a real deal movie and and it's you know it's not like um you know i, I don't know any drama or whatever yeah, it's, but it's just it's, like fantastic entertainment that yeah, has so a, many twists and you're like oh my god <laughs> exactly like it's a yeah it's not one of those that's you know has all these like it has all these uh metaphors and symbolism no it's yeah. just it's just a fun movie and it's it's just so enjoyable to watch like you said seeing the twists and turns and all that you know especially at the end where you know the certain thing happens and you're like what but then it's like oh okay i see what's going on um one thing i do want to mention though it's uh you know they they set up that whole um wire thing uh yeah. they have like bars in front of uh you know in front of where you the pay windows the guy, he, you he, 
Yeah, there's like bars right there, but like you can just walk right around it and right. <laughs> you're fine. Like at one point, the guy does walk around. It's like, so what's the point of the bars? But <laughs> you guys uh, forgot to build build extra bars there. But that's just me, you know, looking at flaws because I'm a negative person. So, uh, <laughs> well, you wouldn't be doing this if you were a negative person. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, that's yeah, uh, you know, uh, Robert Redford, Paul Newman. I mean, they they just have such great. Cr- chemistry paul newman just uh i i i I, again need to need to even check out more of his films i I got some blind spots there um he's just yeah he's just so fun to watch and so charismatic and it's it's crazy have you ever uh have you have you had the pleasure of meeting robert redford ever no you know what's funny um i i did and it was so exciting yeah um and uh, I got to, and later on, I got to know um, just a teensy little bit uh, his, and, and he may have, but uh, his daughter, Amy, um, my wife, uh, she was, she worked with my, like, was a student, I guess, or, you know, client, I guess I should say, of my wife. Um, she's more of a producer, um, but she did some acting. Um, and then our kids were in the same preschool, you know, like, so I met her. But uh, so anyway, that's, yeah. that's that little story of it. I got to I got to go visit the set of uh, Indecent Proposal oh. 25, 30 years ago, whenever wow. that was. And, and it just happened to be a day that he was filming. And it was one of these things where, like, um, and I was with a buddy of mine, and so we, we get to go on, and we're going to go say hi to the person that we know that's, that's working, like, on the thing. Like, hey, thanks for getting us in, man. This is freaking awesome. And we turn the corner and at the end of like this, you know, hallway um, where they're going to like do some long, his Redford sitting in this chair in, in like the white suit that he had in that movie for some of the scenes and they're lighting him. And it was like, who is, you know, like, who's that movie star? Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Yeah. That guy looks incredible. I mean, he literally just like was that's what a movie star looks like, man. That's it. And it yeah. was just like, <laughs> it's crazy. It, yeah. It's crazy. How you can just recognize them like that. Like, it's just like, wow, that, whoa, that guy shines. <laughs> and, and, and it was really, it was really wild. And he, uh, and, and, and then we just, you know, got to say a quick hello and it was, and what, you know, movie that, uh, and it, and it certainly is, is in my you know top two or three. It was, it was such a, powerful movie is a uh, ordinary people the one oh. that it was the one first one he directed yeah um and uh it's like one of the few movies that twice in the theater um like the same day like i saw it at seven and i saw it at nine and you know, oh, wow. my parents were like shit is andy okay do you know what this movie's <laughs> about like holy crap should we be talking to andy more is he upset <laughs> um but uh so that was fun to get to say that but uh and I've, it's funny that's i've seen that's two other times I've seen people and it's, it's been like that. And one time it was uh, the other time it was, uh, I got to, I mean, I was there, I was, was, I had a little part in the movie, but um, in Jurassic world, I got, I flew down, they were my stuff and they mostly filmed that stuff in Hawaii, but then they filmed in New Orleans, like five weeks. Um, And I like at the house at the beginning of the movie. And then at the end, like my, the stuff I'm in is, was down in New Orleans but then they also did some stuff outside um, the huge, the huge like pen 
where the raptors were like the four raptors and there's there's a scene where they're getting ready and it's too, like you know chris pratt's like okay here if we're doing this we're doing it my way here's what we're doing we're gonna blah 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 and i and i got to the set to go say hi to colin the director and uh and i same sort of thing, like i turned the corner and they're lighting it and you know they're about to rehearse and, and pratt's there and i was like holy shit he he looks like a freaking you know movie star you yeah. know it's it just <laughs> one of those one of those things and it was like and he's yeah, obviously he's, a more he's a modern guy and blah 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 and right, he's on tv yeah. and all that stuff but like you know in redford's just but it was a and then i saw will smith in person once like getting into i was pulling into this hotel and, and he was like getting into his car at the valet like big range rover and it was like oh my god look at him like he just he's, he's that thing like he's and he's not even lit up or anything but like right the guy's just shining it's like that's freaking will smith like right. he's like and you know i'm sure yeah. cruz is like i mean all these guys i'm sure brad i've never seen brad pitt but i'm sure yeah you it's, know it's like there's a reason there's you know that's one of the reasons that they are who they are because they just look a certain incredible way yeah they just you know obviously shine on screen but if if you know they shine in real life you know obviously they're gonna they're gonna do that you know it's uh I, yeah because i mean I'll, I'll see someone at a grocery store who's not famous at all but like you like see him and you're like do i recognize that person like what why do they but they probably could made it in hollywood if they uh if they you know knew the effect they had <laughs> if i can have you know some semblance of a career then you know, pretty much, you know, most people can because I'm basically a regular schmo. Yeah, you're freaking Davis, David Wallace, man. I mean, uh, so, yeah, I might as well say now, like, uh, me and my wife always talk about just how much we love your character and love your, uh, just love how you're just, you seem so genuine and you seem like a nice guy. And I've now learned that you truly are a nice guy. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's been a, it's been a real treat uh, talking about this. Um you know, with you. So I just wanted to at least mention that to you. Well, thank you, Ben. Yeah, Please thank your wife. <laughs> I will. Please thank <laughs> the missus. <laughs> For sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's uh, if, you, if you have not seen The Sting, you definitely got to check it out. It's a cl- all time classic. It won Best Picture between both Godfathers. Yeah, it won, yeah. you know, because Godfather right. won in 72, this one in 73, and then Godfather 2 won in 74, or, or for the year 74. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's totally worth your time or about a two hour run time. So not too long or anything. And, uh, yeah, if you just want to see handsome men on screen, you know, check it, check it out, you know, exactly. (laughs) anything else you wanted to say about the sting that we didn't mention? Did I forget anything? No, I mean, it's, it's just, it's like a perfect movie. Like the script is perfect. The costumes are perfect. The music, how it looks, it's like like everything, and it's just like everything about it's like you, it's like this is, this might be a perfect movie, you know? I yeah. Mean, what are your thoughts on the uh, the transitions? Uh, like they'll the, they like keep uh, like usually in like movies, yeah, like, like the Quentin Saturday Tarant- evening post headlines. Yeah, that yeah, was great. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Tarantino, I think like does that like in like it's a new segment, so he calls it this. But yeah, this one had like art and stuff. Like uh, yeah, that I, I found that very unique. Um, and I guess, and if you like, you, you know, you probably won't won't watch it again. But I guess that what uh, the director wanted also was, um, he's you know, he looked, you know, as, as an homage to all the old 
Jimmy Cagney movies, blah, 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 all that. He wanted to have that feel and he noticed or, or read and then noticed that they didn't use very many, you know, extras or background people. Yeah. So there's like, there's, it's not like, you know, there's a lot of, in, in many of the scenes, you know, they're in the casino or they're in the, you know, the betting place and there's people everywhere, obviously. But then just like sort of scenes where they're walking down the street or they're, you know, just various scenes. It's not like he felt the need to put people, you know, in the background to make it more believable. Like he just went right. with basically the, the production design that the, um, God, I forget who that, I know Edith Head, uh, who's one of the all time, like great costume designers. She did the costumes for it. Um, but I don't, I can't I know it won for costume. Um, yeah, I can't remember who like the production designer was. I wouldn't, I, I would not know that ever, but yeah. I can, I'm going to look it up right now. Let's see here. Costume designer was, well, art direction, Henry Bumstead, James Payne, costume design, Edith Head. Yeah. Didn't you already say that? But yeah. The, no, but yeah, but the production designer, which is probably art direction. Um, yeah, yeah. Henry Bumstead, James Payne. Who, so. and, and I'm sure like, you know, I don't, I don't really know art directors or production designers really. I have a couple of friends who are now, but like back then. And I'm sure those guys were like the, you know, were the, the, the number one guys, you know, going. They were the Michael Jordans of art design. You know, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. it's funny. Yeah, we, we were watching it again tonight. My wife was like, "Man, the costumes in this are awesome!" And then she looked up. She's like, "Oh, it won costume design." I guess yeah. I'm a I'm a good uh, film viewer now. So, <laughs> so yeah, she she got a kick out of that. So, <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, um, no, if, if, no. It's uh, if anybody wants like one of the all time great, yeah, you know, fun, you know, con movies. It's yeah, and it aged so well, and yeah, it's just well, you know, there's some things that you might not have gotten away with today, maybe I don't know, but uh, but yeah, either way, aged very well, and and yeah, good stuff. I'm so glad you chose this movie, and we were able to speak on it a little, uh, and yeah, Robert Shaw's the man. I, I, I I'm gonna check out more of his movies, that's for sure. Do you have a recommendation for me on a Robert Shaw movie besides Jaws? Um, well, I. Get- yeah, I was gonna say besides just yeah, there's a there's one called Black Sunday. Um, it was uh, Robert Shaw and Bruce Dern and um, is that oh, the football the, one? The foot uh, at the it, on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, okay, I've heard about it. Yeah, I've never yeah, seen it it's, though. So. It's I mean it's it's not a football. It's like it's more of like a you know intrigue and you know right frankly, yeah. like you know old school terrorism sort of thing. You know like you know guys trying to do internationally bad things. And the Super Bowl is a is a you know something's going to take place during the Super Bowl, sure, um, yeah. But it got it's it's oh he's he's had a he's had a few he's definitely had a few others I just can't think of them right now. It's funny he also wrote he was a playwright he wrote this great man in the glass toll booth you know just went and it's really who told me some crazy story about him just being hammered one night and he had just gotten <laughs> a brand new Rolls Royce like this it was Malcolm McDowell told this story. Um, oh. So he was. I have. I have a little part in um, Bombshell, the movie Bombshell. Oh yeah, yes, great movie. And so Malcolm is in that. Um, speaking of Clockwork Orange, I guess. Um, yeah, he, wow, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, Murdoch. You know, he's in it. You know, for you know ten, fifteen minutes or whatever. And uh, but then he. Uh, so and it's really funny. I, I I think he was telling a bunch of stories that day, and I I, 
I don't know. I, I was only around for a few of them. One of the, but one of them was a Robert Shaw story, and uh, and he was just telling us. He's like, oh, he was absolutely hammered, and it's like you know, <laughs> three in the morning, and they're somewhere in like I don't know if it was Barcelona or somewhere working on some movie, and Shaw had this you know brand new like convertible Rolls Royce, and he just thought it was the greatest thing, and they and and they're he's like ah fuck, we'll cut through the alley. They're driving home and they're hammered. And Malcolm's like, I don't know if you can fit through there. And he's like, ah, we can fit through there. And it's just, and, and they go and they can't fit through there. And like, <laughs> they, he just totals the car and it's smashed. Oh, man. And they just get out, leave the car. And Shaw's like, ah, you know, fuck it. They'll send me another one tomorrow. And like the next day, another Rick and Rolls Royce. <laughs> it's like just the insanity of Oh man. Yeah. Uh, that's man, how the they Euro uh, tools the Robert Shaw's, you know, yeah. as the Oliver uh, how, Reeds. How they lived it up back then, man. No wonder so many people died so young back then. Yeah. And the, no wonder they <laughs> Did, all looked like much older than they were, but gosh, they were fantastic. And Did you ask uh, McDowell any Clockwork Orange questions? No, it was, and, and I didn't, I just, I was there when he was telling the story and I was just happy to be there. And I, yeah, you know, I, I like wasn't was sure the, if you, you ask these guys questions. Cause you know, I was like hesitant to like ask you about the office. Cause I wasn't sure if, you know, you, yeah, no, I mean, obviously you'd be annoyed, <laughs> feel free, but, uh, but, uh, but he, I but, figure he's like told, you know, but I, but I bet he, I mean, I, he, I heard he was telling stories about Mick Jagger, which I would have, which would have been really fun. Oh to hear. man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I bet. You know, and it's cause it's, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, shit, Malcolm McDonald, like when that movie came out, he's probably like one of the, he's one of the biggest stars in the world, you know? Like, yeah. So it's like, and especially kinda, in the, in, you know, the, the big cinephile world, the people who are, you know, really into movies, uh, you know, definitely know who he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. I forgot he was in bombshell. That's uh yeah. Good, good, good call. And I forgot you were in lady, lady bird. I'm looking at your well, IMDB right now. That's but for 10 seconds, you know, Hey, you were in it though. Great. She's film. Now, that, now she well first. Beanie is just the the greatest. She's so freaking talented. I went and saw her. Like I was there. I was around the set for about three days, and she, um, you know, but I mean, I'm, I like I'm there, like in scenes. I'm not really doing much, but it was such a blast to uh, to to get to know her. And then I saw her on Broadway. She's a great song and dance person. With uh, Bette Midler, did um, uh, it's one of these big giant you know musicals, right? Um, that I get, I'm getting older and I start blanking on names and things, but it, it was a, it was just, a, and she's Jonah Hill's sister, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. So she, so she, um, you know, so she kept her, you know, their real name and, and uh, or their given name, I guess. Yeah. And uh, Jonah changes, but, but Saoirse Ronan is, it's like, holy crap. She, yeah. I don't know how she does it. Like she, you're sitting there. And again, like I have one line, I'm there, I'm like in, you know, I'm just kind of in scenes. I'm not, you know, the couple of little scenes I'm, I'm in. Um, but you know, but I'm I'm around, and and they're it's funny. They're huge. The two of them are huge uh, bridesmaids fans. Yeah. Who isn't? Who isn't? Come on. Well, it's funny just the fact that like I was in bridesmaids for even less time than I am in Lady Bird. They <laughs> I, I was just, I was gonna introduce you as uh you know instead of David Wallace as uh. Uh, Helen's husband, Ro- Ro- Rose Burns' husband yeah. from yeah, <laughs> from Bridesmaids. But, but so it was, so it was, it was, it was like it was just fun because they were peppering me with questions about it. But it's crazy, like you're talking to her, 
uh, to Saoirse, and she, which is how you pronounce her name. Right. To, you know, I mean, I had to, it had to be, you know, phonetically sounded out to me. <laughs> and, um, but she, you know, she's sitting there, um, and she got this great Irish accent, you know, and she's telling stories about like, I'm here and it's St. Patty's Day and all I want to do is go just get a fucking pint of Guinness and they're giving me shit because I'm only 19. I'm like, oh, come on, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then they say, okay, we're ready. Like they've lit the scene and they're going to do take two. And then she just, like she just kind of turns and I don't know what she does or whatever, but like somewhere in that turn of being like the Irish kid talking about Guinness and, you know, <laughs> pubs, she turns and she's suddenly this, you know, 17 year old right. from Sacramento and pimples kind of suddenly, I don't know how they appear, but, but yeah, <laughs> it's just like, she's like one of these Meryl Street types. It's just, it's just amazing. Yeah. She's that character. She's not so Saoirse Ronan anymore in that moment. She's she becomes that character. Yeah, and yeah it's it's <laughs> man, that's insane. But uh, it was wild. Yeah. I mean, that was my that's like the my few days. That's what I saw. It was yeah, insane. Uh, other than uh, Avenue Five, what uh, do you have any other projects you're working on or anything? Or that you have coming up that you can talk about? I get the Phil Mickelson commercial if you're for any golf. Oh, I know you're a big golfer. I, uh, I, I, you know, it's uh, no, it's no, it's just, it's just funny. It's been it runs all the time. Yeah, it's a, a thing for a company <laughs> called Workday. He plays my cat, my business caddy. It's actually a really, it's a really great fun commercial. We actually use Workday at work. Oh, I, I, well, that's the thing. It's so funny. They're such a they're such a huge company, and Phil yeah. is such a smart, uh, engaging guy. He literally could be like head of marketing at Workday. Like you ask him yeah. a question about that. He says, well, you know what, Andy? Here's the great thing about Workday. The difference between them and he just, he like, like he, you know, has the ability to, you know, seem like, and I'm sure he does, you know, like it's not, I'm sure he's one of those guys that, um, oh, Brady's pissed. I got the, I got the football game on. Oh. And he's like screaming at the, the uh, I just, I happen to look up and like Brady's yelling at one of his receivers for missing a pass. Um, but no, I got to do this movie, this really sweet, lovely, wonderful movie that hopefully comes out somewhere, maybe by year's end or next year um, with uh, Mira Sorvino, who's, you know, Sweet so guess she our high school reunion or whatever. Michelle's high school reunion, but no, she, oh, she and she won. Yeah. You know, she's Paul, she's Paul Sorvino's daughter. First, you know, like that's her dad. Um, yeah, but she won. Um, she actually won an Oscar for best supporting actress when she was like twenty six um, for this movie, Mighty Aphrodite, Woody a Woody Allen movie. And oh, she's, wow, yeah, she's she's quite funny in it, and she plays like this, you know you know, hooker with a heart of gold type, you know, type thing. Yeah. But she has like this super high pitched, you know, not, not Jennifer Tilly high pitched voice, but, and, and she, she does not in life. Like she's great with accents. It's really wild. Even in the, the movie that we, we did, we were in Chicago. I was like, ah, I, I can't do it. She could like a believable, like, like, I don't want it to be like, oh, the fucking guy's accent's horrible. Right. So I just, <laughs> I didn't really worry about it um, yeah. too, too much. And uh, I was like, all right, well, I moved here from, you know, I moved here as a kid, you know, or something like that. Like it was, right. sometimes people try to do accents and it's distracting. Um, but she, <laughs> it's true. It's true. she's, she's not that she has this, you know, great, terrific ability. Um, with what's accent. it called? What's what's so, the one? So you're um, it's a nice romantic comedy uh, where it's not our romance, but it's a, uh, it's our 
daughter's um it's called most guys are losers oh and, um it's based on a book that uh a guy who, you know, there's a guy in real life who owns like 30 bars and he has three daughters and they were all, he has a son too, but uh, the three daughters were all, you know, going to be going off to college and he's, and he wrote like this pamphlet initially and then expanded it into a book and. Okay. Yeah. But and, you know, so we're husband and wife and, you know, our daughter brings home the guy, you know, who's the guy and, you know, and I'm like, ah, I don't like him. He seems like a loser. <laughs> Yeah, you know that sort of thing, and then you know the story yeah. goes, and of course he's not a loser, and I've come to realize, you know, how short-sighted I was, and blah, blah you know, how, all, all that. How stuff. dare you? How dare you? You know, you know? but uh, that's 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 the whole movie. You can, you, you know, we know what happens now. So yeah, and it's there's other stuff in it that's you know it's uh, and it's based on this guy's real. Um, uh, the guy, you know, who I play, Mark Burzens is his name. Um, you know, it's based on his uh, life. Like the the romance side of it is, uh, you know, it's, it's sort of made up. A lot, a lot of beauty in the movie all over. And uh, in Chicago is a fun, we filmed it in a suburb of Chicago, but. Okay. Yeah, we uh, we've been uh, we went to Chicago two years in a row just because we love that city. Uh, great, great city. Because yeah, we're here, and uh, it's funny you mentioned the the Bucks game. I was going to ask you what the score was because uh, yeah, we're we're here in Tampa. Um, so uh, I was. Do you want me to tell you? It's uh, so it's it's now it's sixteen. Tampa's up sixteen fourteen. Okay, fourth and quarter, I, and they showed a replay of the of the play, and I can see why uh, why Brady was pissed. Okay, I'll, no, I'll man, have to watch, the, watch the highlights. I've, uh, you know, I'm a, I was, I'm from Detroit originally, so I, um, I noticed the hat. Yeah, you're yeah. Barry Sanders fan. <laughs> yeah, you know it, and uh, you know, I uh, was a Michigan fan, so like, I, I've always liked Brady. You know, even when people hated the Patriots and everything, I, I've always had a thing for Brady because he played for Michigan. And, That's right. Yeah. You know, him coming to where I live now was exciting. So it's the first year I've been excited he's, for the Bucks. So. He's following you. That's right. You you had tweeted something to me about the Ohio State is better than Michigan though. So like, were, were yeah, you... as a joke because I looked, I I had looked, that's right. I looked up and I saw you were a big Michigan fan, so I purposely didn't Ohio State thing. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure if you like went there or like uh, were a fan. So <laughs> no, it was it was uh, you know I did just you know twenty seconds of research enough yeah. to like come up with hey, a, yeah an attempt at right. a joke. <laughs> uh, that's good no i i appreciate the jokes i appreciate the jabs but uh but yeah man it's uh been an absolute pleasure talking with you my my pleasure and, and i'll be chatting with you and, and thanks for thanks for this go go watch the sting people see you ben well there you have it folks Another great conversation on the show, in the books. Andy was very humble. Very, very humble guy. Very cool guy. Funny guy. And I'm so grateful that he came on the show. Again, be sure to follow us on iTunes and subscribe and rate and review us and all that. We'd really appreciate it. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. I am at BCCord. And that's our show. Be sure to be on the lookout for other episodes with other guests such as, I don't know, Brad Pitt? I don't know, Robert Redford? We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, that is it for us, folks. 
For Andy, I'm Ben, and as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks, we'll catch you guys at the movies. Bye.